Hello, everyone out there. Welcome to the PlayStation Report. I hope you found this, and and I hope you continue to find this podcast because we are. I am currently doing some work, Tyler. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what you doing? I am. I'm setting. A, I'm setting us up on a different RSS host, so I don't have to pay like a hundred twenty dollars a year. Right. Um. Yeah, and I figure, hey, free looks like a good price. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to go through the steps and find out how I can do that. So gotcha. yeah, this one should go up normally, but the next one is definitely going to be the tricky one where I don't know what's going to fucking happen. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so yeah. yeah, keep an eye out. Um, yeah, if, if it's not getting out there, trust me, I know. I'll know. You don't have to tweet at us about that. Uh, <laughs> I'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, uh, we're here to do a show. Um, the, we, we've had quite some time. We've we've had a week, Tyler. Uh, and a lot of stuff has happened. A lot of news has dropped. Um, some video games have been played. Uh, Tyler, do you want to get us started on that front? Video games that have been played. Video games, baby. Uh, yeah, I've I've played a few things. Um, more Destiny Two. Just kind of doing some of the seasonal stuff. Um, there's a lot more like exotic quests, Witch Queen stuff. There's even some stuff from like Beyond Light that I could do. Um, there's just so much going on in this game. It's crazy. Uh, but the seasonal stuff, I did. Uh, they have a mode called Catch Crash, um, which you are basically, it's a six-player PvE, and you are going on an offensive to raid a catch ship. Mm. Uh, and it okay. is very fucking cool. Um, many different objectives, uh, boss battles at the end, uh, just a lot of, lot of action. Um, you get your plunder at the end. Um, yeah, all sorts of cool stuff. Um, and, and there's a lot... <laughs> You know, a lot of uh, quests will tell you how many steps there are to complete it. There are 62 steps to the seasonal quest that they gave, uh, which is crazy. I'm like, oh my god, I don't even know how. You're like filling out this map, basically. Um, it's crazy. Uh, it is It is cool, though. Also did, uh, I can't remember when they added them or if they're new or not, but Expeditions. Um so basically what that is is this took me to it's a, like a three player match made thing uh it took me to the cosmodrome and you're basically doing a mission but in the world like the open world area um and lots of lots of fighting there and that was a lot of fun um yeah i'm just really enjoying myself got a lot of cool new gear in it it is it is a great, great time. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoying Destiny 2. Thoroughly enjoying All right. it. Yeah, that's... I've, I've noticed a lot of people going back to Destiny 2. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Damn, it's right there. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Yeah, it's just... Uh, it's just remarkable to me just how much better it is. You know, Beyond Light was good, but... Man, they've made so many improvements... In a lot of great ways. There's just so much going on too. Um, so many activities to get into. It's it is awesome. So really enjoying that. Um, then I I start a new season in F1 2022. I only did the first race though. I only did Bahrain. All right. All um, right. And I cranked the difficulty up higher than I usually usually go. Uh, to, and I'm just like you know whatever happens happens. And it's funny because I'm I'm driving on Red Bull. You know, I didn't I I didn't create my own team and stuff this time. I just didn't feel like doing that. But you basically have all the other things going on. Um, you like managing your development, and all that stuff. Um, and I had a very very 2022 race in that I'm driving Red Bull. I had a shit qualifying. I qualified 13th. It was awful. And 
by the end of the like the first few laps, I was like fucking Max Verstappen, you know, recently in the past few races when he's starting like 14th, and then by the end of the first lap, he's up to like sixth. Uh, that was that, and then I just slowly crawled my way up and took the lead with a few laps left and beat Charles Leclerc to the win, and it was fun. Mm. But yeah. <laughs> it just kind of made me laugh. I'm like, wow, this is like every fucking race this season, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, enjoying that. And then um, started two new things. I started um, Metal Hellsinger, which is on Game Pass. Yeah. And so what this is, is it's a, a Doom-like shooter with basically heavy metal music in it. Uh, and it's kind of rhythm based and it is a lot of fun um it's art style kind of reminds me of like darksiders in a way yeah, a little bit yeah yeah and uh it's uh it's fun it's actually quite difficult at times too like at the end of the first level at the boss fight, i was like totally getting my ass kicked um just playing on normal difficulty but basically you know music is playing the whole time and they give you this, like, basically at your aiming reticule, it's almost like fucking, like, I don't know, Dance Dance Revolution or some shit. There's just, just these arrows coming in. And if you fire along with the beat while you're defeating all these enemies, you'll do more damage. And the higher that goes, then the higher multiplier is, the more score you'll get, the more damage you'll do. The, the more, more music you get. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh, and it's actually... It really takes that Doom formula. Because it's... it's I would say it's almost as fast as like the recent Doom games. Um, just, just a hair slower. And it's probably because of the kind of musical element that's to it. Um, yeah. But you kind of have to retrain your brain because I'm used to just kind of going into this arena and flying around doing all sorts of stuff. You have like a dash move. You have a really high jump. You have all sorts of stuff. I got a badass fucking shotgun. You have a sword. It's You have these ultimate abilities that you charge up over time, which are really cool. There's just throwing enemies at you left and right. And you're used to just taking them out, but now you got to retrain your brain to, you know, kind of get in a rhythm in a way. Uh, and then they they have the kind of uh, man I forget what they call them they call them slaughters in this game where you get an enemy down on uh, health and then you can basically kind of like execute them in a cool way and you'll get health back um, so they have that going on too but that also is to a beat so there's several times where you'll be going up and clicking the right stick and you're like why is this not happening and it's because you gotta gotta get in rhythm sort of thing. Uh, it's it's pretty wild. Um, I think it's going to be kind of on the shorter side, but I'm okay with that. Um, like, I only have, like, six levels left um, after playing for eh, maybe an hour and a half this morning. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I'm, I'm enjoying my time with it. It's a, it's a fun little fun little game. Music's good, too, if you're into that stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to... I played the demo earlier this year. I'm going I'm mm. to get back into it uh, here soon. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, I'm. I'm enjoying it. It's. It's cool. Uh, and then the the scoring aspect at the end is also fun because they, uh, you know, compile all your score. You get these multipliers. If you take a lot of damage, they'll take away score. And at the end, it has leaderboards, and you can kind of compete with your friends on that. So. Yeah. There's that aspect to it as well which is pretty cool and then once you finish a level you can go back to it and do like specific challenges i guess i haven't went back to do any of that yet but i'm sure sure that stuff's fun so yeah enjoying that game and then due to some announcements that we'll be talking about in the news i'm kind of hyped on a particular series so i started yakuza zero Fuck yeah! We got him! Yes. Yes, you do. Um, yeah. I I just decided to fire this thing up. And um, I'm about an hour 15 in, which 
you, you know, haven't touched the controller. <laughs> basically, basically, yes. Yeah, it's it, very, very little gameplay so far. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's really cool so far. I mean, as, as much as I ha- I have been able to play it, it's it's cool. But I'm enjoying the story, the characters that basically got to the part where Kiryu is kind of, I guess, being set up, basically. And mm. you know, you go meet with the the uh, like the bosses or whatever, and they're accusing him of murdering this one guy, and he's like, "I didn't do that; I just rough the guy up." Basically, that's basically I stopped right after that, and I got the the rush. Uh, I guess what what do they call them? like brawling styles. Yeah, 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 yeah whatever fighting styles. Yeah, which which is fun. So yeah, uh, I I don't have too much to add because I feel like. Outside the story, there's, you know, just haven't got to do too much. Got to do karaoke. That was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I'm in, man. I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm going to commit. I'm honestly going to try to play all these games. Uh, it'll, it'll take a while. Good. I'll constantly be playing Yakuza. But I, I'm very hyped on these announcements that I'm sure we'll talk about. But yeah, yeah. that's awesome. I can't wait for you to meet Majima. That's- yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it. I'm looking forward to it. I I looked up, I looked them all up on how long to beat, just to get a rough estimate, and it'll be about 160 hours if you want to go through all, I guess, seven games at this point, mm-hmm. up to like a dragon. Yeah. So, which isn't really... too bad for for that many games. Um, it seems like Yakuza Zero and Yakuza Six are the longest ones. Yeah. Well, they're so. the. They're the newest Kiryu yeah. ones, right? So, right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited, man. That's that's awesome. I can't, man. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about these games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Looking forward to it. Yeah, that's all I got, though. What, what, what you got? Okay. Um. Well, as always, it's Final Fantasy fourteen. I've got my full raid set now. Not the Savage set, but I I got my standard raid set all squared away. Um, I've been playing some Elden Ring as well. Uh, I, I, I beat Godric. Or got... Mm, not, yeah, Godric. You know, they have a lot of names. There are a lot <laughs> of names in that game that are similar. Um, I'm working Right now I'm working my way through the Raya Lucaria Academy. Uh, going back through that. Are um, you playing and, your... PS5 version or the Steam? No, Did you pick I'm playing it on Steam this. Now? I'm playing it on on Steam. Um, okay. So yeah, I I basically replaying like the first half of the game. Yeah. Because <laughs> I got halfway through and then shit happens and you know I just didn't have time to get back to it and now I'm now I'm not skilled enough to play my old build. <laughs> <laughs> um, God damn it. Um. So I'm playing the mage build now, which is uh, just more about managing space. Just, you know, making sure I have enough space and time to uh, cast my spells and, you know, do big do big damage. Uh, so, nice. yeah, having fun with that. Um, and then lastly, it's No Man's Sky, baby. Oh, I'm shit. I've been playing a lot of No Man's Sky. I discovered a part of No Man's Sky they probably added a long time ago, but I'm just now encountering it. Um, and that is, I've discovered a settlement on a planet, and I've become the administrator of that settlement, and I am developing this little town. It has a little cantina, it has some houses and stuff, um, but I am basically in charge of uh, developing that little settlement to making decisions, resolving issues between citizens. It's very Star Wars-y. Wow. Um, Yeah, that's cool. uh, So is there, like, quests that you're doing, or... Yeah, like... Sort of thing, or There are quests, there are, like... I mean, insofar as No Man's Sky has quests, basically, a lot of them are, hey, craft this and then bring it back here. Um, Or, like go here and, like, activate this terminal. Those kinds of quests. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I, I've been doing that. That that was really... 
that that's really the big thing I discovered in No Man's Sky. Other things I've been doing, like I've been I've been upgrading my ship. I've got some I've got some real heavy blasters on there now. I'm fucking blasting fools. It's great. I can <laughs> nice. go up to if I want to be a pirate, I can go up to one of these fucking huge uh, freighters and just fucking fuck them up, nice. steal their shit. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, just having a, having a great time with No Man's Sky. It's a great game. It has a lot of different things. Like if you just want to zone out and like look at these weird fucking animals, I found a lot of weird fucking animals, man. <laughs> They they've really expanded on like the kind of shit you can see out there. So, yeah. No Man's Sky. If you haven't tried it, maybe try it. <laughs> yeah. But that that's pretty much it. Uh, there's a new Fortnite season. I gotta dive in for the. I checked out. I didn't play it, but I checked out that battle pass. And guess guess what what the reward is at the end of this battle pass. I do not know. Uh, does it is it anime related? No, 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 no. Okay, I'll give you a clue. It's Marvel. Is it is it a character? I'm assuming. Yes, yes, yes. You're on the right track. Oh man, I'm trying to think of like they've put so many Marvel characters in this game. I'm trying to even think of is it Black Panther? No, hmm. it's Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so that that's cool. Uh, they do have an anime girl in the battle pass. I don't. I think it's an it's an it's an OC original character. If you don't if you don't know what that means, mm-hmm. I know you aren't quite as versed. No. no, no. Um, but yeah, there is an anime girl in there. Um, that yeah, it's. I. I want to play some Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Um, just do silly dances and whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for video games that we've been playing. Let's get into the video game news. And holy hell, a lot of shit happened. Um, maybe not a lot of stuff that most people are into. Uh, but Sony's state of play uh, seemed to... Uh, I thought it was a good show to be honest. Um, Yeah, I agree. They had a lot of stuff that I was interested personally. Um, So let's get through this. Um, There was an official reveal for Tekken 8. These big, meaty men were very wet. (laughs) Um, Yes. They they really liked that that rain tech a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, It looked good. It did. Yeah. Yeah, very, very big boys that were very wet. And yeah, look looked good. Yeah. Um, we got a pretty unnecessary God of War trailer, but like it was a good trailer. But that game is out in like two months. Yeah. I feel like uh, I don't know. I I didn't need to see another trailer. Um, and I also don't need this this Dual Sense controller. Yeah, the Dual Sense. I wasn't too crazy about it, but I'm sure. There's people out there that will want it. I thoroughly enjoyed that trailer, um, but I too was like, I, I, to me, I had, I just had the mindset of like, I'm going to play this game. I don't really want to know anything about it um, or really see anything. But man, yeah, there was some really cool shit in there. Um, I think Kratos saying, "What was the line? Death can have me when it earns me," is probably one of the hardest fucking lines I've ever heard in a trailer ever. Uh, it's that's just so good, um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Looks like more God of War, so yeah, and that's pretty much all it has to be. Yeah, because definitely. That first game was pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, all right, so we also got uh, some PSVR two stuff here. Um, I think these. At least this first one here, Star Wars: Tales from the Ga- Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. Um, I thought this was already out on other VR headsets, but maybe not. Um, yeah, uh, there's a Star Wars thing for PSVR two, and then there's uh, this other thing called Demio, which is a cooperative dungeon crawler. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean they're showing some VR stuff. 
Yeah, definitely. That um, Star Wars thing, I'm sure it can be cool, but it graphically looked a little rough. Um, you know, not that I'm expecting PlayStation 5 level of visuals for a VR game, but just looked a little little on the rough side. But what you're doing seemed pretty neat. And then, yeah, I've heard a lot about this Demio game. If you're into, like, Dungeons & Dragons sort of stuff, yeah, seems like one of those things, so. Yeah. All right, Tyler. It's time for, it's time to get in it. Yeah. Yakuza Ishin. Uh, well, okay. So the re yeah, the re-releasing it like a dragon Ishin. It's, it's the Yakuza characters in a different time period. It's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, it's like what eighteen hundreds Japan, I think it is. Um, swords. Fuck it. I'm in, man. So this game was uh, uh, released on PS3 in like 2014, but never came to the West. And now it's coming to the West. And PS4, PS5, February. Next year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm intrigued. Yeah, I... Dude, I... I just... I just love those characters. I just love... I just love seeing like and knowing what these characters go through, mm-hmm. and then to put them back in that setting is just the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the stories that they write, like even right off the bat, Yakuza Zero is like a really engaging story to me, and to take that and now put it back in time, two hundred years ago, like I don't know. I'm really curious what they'll what they'll do with it. And, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I I've got to ask Tyler. Are are you? I don't think that has the yacht. There isn't English voice acting, right? Or are not? Is there for, for like a dragon Ishin? No, for Yakuza Zero. Oh the way no, there is not okay. English voice acting. So are no. the subtitles bothering you? No. No, not at all. Okay. No. Okay. I know you just some gotta, people are like, I don't feel like reading. Yeah, you just gotta pay attention more, but no, it's not bothering me at all. And I don't think like a Dragon Ishin is going to have English voice acting. Right. So yeah, it's but, going to be. Yeah, it doesn't make sense like if they only released it in Japan. Yeah. Like they probably don't have, probably doesn't make much financial sense for them to re- go back over that. Yeah, definitely. Um,. We got a Hogwarts Legacy trailer. I don't want to talk about this game. Well, what's just kind of <laughs> dumb about this, though, is I just feel... I'm like, aren't we past this sort of exclusivity? Where this was all about a PlayStation-exclusive quest. And I'm just like, does anyone truly give a flying fuck about any of this stuff anymore? Like, you know, it, it felt like for a while, like, every Assassin's Creed that came out had an exclusive quest, you know, for PlayStation or Watch Dogs or any of these games. I'm like, I just feel like we don't see that really anymore, so what's the fucking point of this? I'm sure this will, you know, take you 30 minutes and will be completely inconsequential to anything going on in that game. It's just kind of dumb to have this sort of content anymore to me. Yeah, yeah it's just... I think we'll see a lot less. And I mean, I I think Hogwarts Legacy was thought of in a very different time. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I mean like... it's been in development for years. I mean it's I remember like 2018, I think at least 2017. It's been a long time in development. Yeah. All right, uh, we got this uh, cryptid hunting or not hunting, but like tracking game. Pacific Drive, a lot of supernatural shit happening here. Uh, driving through the Pacific Northwest, tracking something. I don't know what it is. It looked like some sort of cryptid sort of hunt. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that it looked. It had some vibes. It had some cool vibes. Yeah, very Firewatch like art style to me. Um, yeah, apparently this is like a what? It's like a road like is what they called it. Like you're in your car mm. and you're just <laughs> doing shit, trying to get farther, I guess, and all this stuff. I don't know. Okay. It could be cool. 
we can't just be inventing shit like I that. know. I know. <laughs> um they're uh rolling out the PlayStation Stars program uh this month um which are basically digital images. They swore back then that it, they weren't NFTs, but they're calling them digital collectibles. I like I don't know. This seems very silly, very dumb. Yeah. Um, I'm all for having some sort of loyalty program or something like that, but I don't know. This just doesn't seem, seem it to me. I'm not very interested in this. All right. We've got a couple of uh, very anime things, Tyler, so I'll just I'll just uh, do this real quick. Sin Duality. Um, anime Girls and Mechs. I... It looked, I thought it looked cool, um, had some near-like music going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know much about what it, what, what it's about, but hey, anime mechs, you got me. Uh, the ne- this next one was a little bit, Tyler, Project Eve, now known Stellar Blade, they have the boob jiggle physics. I'm not sure if it was very distracting when I looked at it. Super distracting. Absolutely. Um, Just, (laughs) they're just flapping like like they're in gale force winds or something. It's it's ridiculous. Um, But yeah, this is another anime game, like action game kind of looks a little bit like Bayonetta-ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From from a gameplay perspective, this this looked pretty cool to me. Yeah. The action seemed seemed very very cool. Yeah. All right. We've got another game from uh Team Ninja, uh developers of Neo. They're doing Everyone's doing their Ghost of Tsushima now, uh, so they're going to do Rise of the Ronin, <laughs> um, which, yeah, another samurai game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I th- I thought this trailer was good. It, it looks interesting, uh, but yeah, we are getting a lot of these. And Team Ninja is also, I mean, they're making somewhat of another one with that Wo Long Fallen Dynasty is coming out next year. Um, so in China, uh, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, like similar vibes, I guess. I I don't know. We'll, we'll see what I'm interested in. Is this going to be more of a Neo from this team or is it going to be more of a, I don't know, a ghost Tsushima or let's even say Ninja Gaiden. Um, Mm. like, is this a souls like game or not? It's probably going to be a fucking souls like game. Piss me off. You know, I'm an old fucking man. I'm an old fucking man. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> but we'll get you there one day. One day, maybe. But but it did look cool. Like a lot of the um, traversal seemed really interesting. Um, yeah, uh, I I'm intrigued to see more, for sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it was a good state of play. What what I want to say really quick is I'm enjoying I've enjoyed these last two state of plays a lot. I think the last one was when they did like Final Fantasy 16, all sorts of other stuff. Um, and I just feel like they've been, you know, maybe Sony's kind of figuring these out a little bit more. They're just they're short, they're to the point, and they're packed with cool shit. And I'm enjoying that. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh. That wasn't the only event that happened uh, over this past week. I mean, we're not going to talk about the Nintendo Direct, but I hope you like farming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. There's a couple things that came out of the Direct I think we'll touch on because they are coming to PlayStation, but yeah. 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 Uh, but the Yakuza Studio has has more games coming out as well. More Yakuza games. Um, let me open all of these up, make sure I don't have any duplicates. Uh, alright. So, the first thing we're gonna get here is Like a Dragon Gaiden. Um, which, 
is going to follow the story of Kiryu after the events of Yakuza 6 when he left the uh, when, he, when he left the life behind um, and then is going to somehow get dragged back in because guess what Kiryu isn't Yakuza 8 or like a dragon 8 I guess they're, I guess that's just the series name now I guess they don't want to be associated with the Yakuza I, yeah. I don't know I don't know um, but yeah uh that alongside uh, Like a Dragon Ishin. I mean, we're getting a lot of these games. Like, uh, Like a Dragon 8's coming out in 2024. Uh, like a Dragon Gaiden's coming out next year, as well as uh, Like a Dragon Ishin. Um, that's a lot. Yeah. But I think this series is as hot as it's ever been. <laughs> I think people really like these games now. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. It, it it started to gain a lot of popularity with like zero and six this past generation, but I feel like um, like a dragon just took it to the next level. And yeah, I mean it, it's a lot, but I do like that they are all of different styles and time periods. Um, and like a dragon, Ishin, you know that game has technically been out, and they're just kind of remastering it, re-releasing it, I guess. Um, but I also think, I guess, for fans of the series, like longtime fans, like like yourself, I feel like Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, is probably an important story to tell, in a way. But, you know, because oh, yeah. it's set between six and when, spoilers, he shows up in Like a Dragon. Um, so yeah, I feel like that's an important story to tell and probably worthy of having its own game as well. Uh, and, and that trailer was cool, for sure. And, yeah, man, that trailer for, like, Dragon 8, very short, not much to it, but that was fucking hype. Hype. Yeah. I cannot wait. Cannot fucking wait for that game. Um, I'm just, I'm just, so, basically, like a dragon, I think, is, like a dragon 8 is going to stay turn-based. But, like a dragon, Gaiden and Ishin are more action-adventure I guess more in the old school style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Yeah. I'm just. I can't. I can't say any more other than like I'm just really fucking stoked to play more of these games because uh, I I like these characters. I like what the studio does. I like a lot. Of, like as cool as like their main story stuff is. I like to see how goofy they like to get in the side stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's that's some of the stuff that like. You say like a hundred what a hundred twenty hours to beat all of them? Yeah, um, I I think you're gonna get caught up in some side stuff. <laughs> yeah, that that was basically just main story and then fluffing it out a little bit. I mean, yeah, for sure, it'll probably be longer than that. Yeah, I'm just waiting until you discover the underground scantily clad women wrestling league. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. God, yeah, yeah, yeah really excited it's... for what the studio is doing. It's it's awesome. I'm curious to see what uh, the Yakuza creator is going to do. Uh, he's at Netties now, right? He is. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I wonder see if that has anything with him leaving. I wonder if that has anything to do with the name change as well. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. But also, you know, like a dragon, it's probably maybe the most popular. Yakuza game, so it is weird though. The the Like a Dragon Eight, it's like <laughs> I don't know. It's technically the eighth game, but you know, it's it's kind of like a reboot, and you know, it's kind of it's just kind of weird. You know, it's not like Call of Duty's calling Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two like Call of Duty Twenty Eight or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, and then if you I'm, count I'm all, all the side it. games and stuff, like there are a lot of those games, a lot of uh, Yakuza games. So, yeah, yeah. Um, let's uh, let's, let's I do see. think for last thing quick is that I do think Like a Dragon Ishin has an actual date on I, I the an article on IGN says February twenty first is what they oh. confirm the date to be. Okay, all right. So I'm down for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's uh, let's get over to the leaky zone. 
someone took a leak and uh some Grand Theft Auto 6 came out <laughs> um, yeah yeah it's oh. very early footage like I don't understand how, why anyone is looking at this like and understanding that GTA is many is like multiple years away how yeah. people look at this and are, and are making any sort of judgment on the game <laughs> right I know for sure. Yeah, it, it, to, to me, it mostly... I mean, it's it's unfortunate that a lot of this leaked, but I think a lot of people will understand that this is very early in development. You know, some of the uh, debug tools and all that stuff was appearing on screen and everything. Like, um, But it does confirm that there is a male and female protagonist, which that was a report a few weeks ago, months, I can't remember, in the Vice City setting. So it does basically confirm those things, um, which I'm all for. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a bummer. It, the, apparently, whoever leaked this on a GTA forum said, like, here's 90, 90 uh, footage slash clips from GTA 6. It's possible I could leak more data soon. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you an idiot? Or, or what are you doing, dude? I feel like Rockstar is going to smack this dude in the face. Yeah. I, it's just... I, I've i seen some people draw conclusions on GTA 6 on, yeah. online, and I'm like, you motherfuckers are the dumbest pieces of shit ever. Yeah. And, like, this is why developers don't talk about game development. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, there's the conversation sometimes of like, well, movies are announced years and years in advance. You know, why can't video games be? And it's like, this is why. Because of complete idiots online. Um, I think that's also like part of the reason why I just find a lot of video game conversation anymore to just be so boring and just stupid. Um, it, because of people like that. Just takes the fun away from it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hold on. I'm going to skip over one here. Talk about taking the fun away. Babylon's Fall is shutting down. <laughs> They're taking away Babylon's Fall. It hasn't even Ooh. been out a year. Nope. Nope. Oh, Platinum. Shutting down February 27th, and they're going to have another season, technically, of content, whatever that means for them. Um, you cannot download this game anymore, either. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, what God. a mess. Should I go out and buy a disc? Is this going to be a rare video game? <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Um I think the writing was on the wall very, very quickly with this game. I mean, when you're a live service game and your player count is in the single digits, uh, yeah, you're pretty much done for. Yeah, and, and it's just one. I mean, we see it over and over again. Like these teams that just don't have the experience making this type of game, which is hard to do. You know, they just kind of fall on their face a little bit with Platinum. And Platinum's just kind of hit or miss quality-wise anyways. Um, but, you know, you look at Bioware is another great example of, like, that team probably shouldn't have been doing that. Crystal Dynamics with Avengers is another great example. Yeah. It's just hard to do if you don't have any experience doing anything remotely close to this at all. You know, if you're... If you're a primarily single-player focused developer, and now you need to make this like multiplayer live service game with lots of updates and a content roadmap and all that stuff, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I I just I, I feel like these publishers are asking these studios to do shit without like understanding what's actually going to need to happen for definitely, it to happen. definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, they just see it and think dollar signs, but there's so much that, you know, leads up to that to get you those dollar signs. Um, yeah. It's unfortunate, but, yeah, this game didn't really have anything going for it from the start. Yeah. All right, Tyler. I need you to reach deep into your pockets 
and shovel out $70 for Ubisoft games now. Great. That, that, that's just what's that's what's happening. <laughs> Starting um, with Skull and Bones. Are you willing to drop $70 on Skull and Bones? No, but I I feel like I'm at the point where I have to play Skull and Bones. I've said Skull and Bones enough times that I have to play it. Um, but fuck, I don't want to pay $70 for that. No, definitely not. I mean, I'm like, I don't know if that's the game to start with. Like, are they just, tr- are they trying to kill it off right away? <laughs> Yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> Skull and Bones has the vibes of, hey, this is going to be a free-to-play live surface game, but no, it's going to be $70, and they're going to kill it off in a few months. Yeah. Yeah, it's... The $70 price point is a bummer, but it's inevitable, just based off of other publishers that are raising the prices of their games and inflation and all that stuff. I get that. I just don't know if that's the game I would start with. Uh, with that, you know, I, I would think it would be, uh, you know, like the next Assassin's Creed or something. You know, people will buy that game kind of regardless, that fan base, that they'll probably shell out $70. Um, but Skull and Bones, I don't know, man. It really has to prove itself. For sure. Uh, all right, that's that's enough of that. Let's yeah. talk about a few other things. Uh, Street Fighter Six. We got to look at the full roster. I mean, yeah, they've they've got the characters. I don't. I'm not a Street Fighter guy, but you know what? This looks like a good list of fighting game characters. Yeah, eighteen characters at launch. I mean, I'm I'm not a fighting game expert, but I feel like that's probably a lot at launch. So, yeah, yeah. especially considering that you know they're going to release fighters after yeah. launch. So, right, right, yep. Yeah. Uh, got some TGS stuff uh, here. Um, Resident Evil. There's going to be a Resident Evil Showcase. Oh wait, where's the T? Oh wait, no. Yeah, this is. This came out of TGS. So yeah, uh, Resident Evil Showcase RE4 Remake coming to PlayStation 4 as well as PlayStation 5. Um, yeah, we're gonna see some more <laughs> Resident Evil. I don't, I don't know what what else to say. Like, there's gonna be a DLC um, for Resident Evil Village. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a slight bummer that Resident Evil 4 remakes coming to PS4, but I get it. It seems like, um, you know, Capcom, we thought that Resident Evil Village wasn't going to be on PlayStation 4, but it eventually, it did launch on PS4 at the same time, and it seemed like that version was fine. Um, so... You know, I don't know. I guess it'll be fine, but it is a slight bummer that we're still putting games on PS4. But I guess, you know, the PS4 sales have really nosedived recently, but I'm sure there's a lot of engagement on that platform that Sony and their partners are still seeing that it's worth to worth it still to put out software on the, on the thing. Um you know, there's still a large, large player base there on PS4. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, the other thing I have here from Tokyo Game Show, uh, Suikoden 1 and 2 remasters are coming to console and PC next year. So, yeah, getting some more classic JRPGs. Konami putting out their video games again. Yeah. This is uh, a surprise, honestly. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I thought they wouldn't really do anything with Suikoden. Have you ever played Suikoden before? Nope. It's on my shame list. Yeah, uh, same. I need to figure out. Maybe maybe this will be a good Steam Deck game. Maybe I haven't yeah. played a JRPG on my Steam Deck yet, so maybe that's that's something I should try out. 
I'm sure a lot of them probably will be very good on that on that machine. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of though, uh, I recently was in Just Press Play, our local store, and you know I've heard a lot about how recently video game like retro collecting and prices have just went through the fucking roof on that stuff. But I never really saw it firsthand. They had a copy of Suikoden in there for $500. Jesus Christ. I'm not kidding you. There were several games in this like little PlayStation 1 section that they had that were hundreds of dollars. And I'm like, Man. who is paying for that? What the fuck? That is insane. Like, so, yeah, it it's not like even some of these things are it's not even like they're rare or anything like exactly exactly yeah it's just you know if you're legitimately into that into retro collecting and stuff that's just gotta suck you know like there's yeah. you know one of your hobbies is all of a sudden like five ten times the cost <laughs> that it was just a few years ago that's insane I wonder how much they'll give me for my GBA and 3DS library. <laughs> yeah, I, I would wonder about some of that stuff. Um, Maybe I can buy myself something shiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was uh, just I was floored. Yeah, with that that's crazy. Alrighty, let's get into a, a bummer story here. Sony confirms PSVR 1 games are not compatible with PSVR 2. Ay, ay, ay. What the fuck are we doing? Seriously. <sighs> I guess... Wait. So, on a certain level, this does make sense. Because they're using a different tracking method. Right. But then again, like... Could we maybe just patch those games... To work with this new stuff, or is that too much? Like, I, I don't know. I have a feeling that a lot of games will get updated to work on PSVR two. Yeah, I'm sure they will, and hopefully they are free updates, and not selling you a a whole other version of the game or something like that. Yeah, it's overall just a bummer. I, I can understand it in that. Like, PlayStation VR 2 seems like it is leaps and bounds better than PlayStation VR 1. I get that. But it's already a, a, a niche product. And having such a library there at launch, I just feel like would be really helpful to have. Um, because I'm sure there's a lot of people that are excited for PlayStation VR 2 that would love to go back and buy and play some of the best PlayStation VR games, um, like an Astropod, a Moss, whatever, uh, and they won't be able to. Um, and and that, just, that just sucks. There's, like, all this software that's going to be completely, like, stranded here unless they update it to PlayStation VR 2 or, you know, new version, whatever they got to do. Um, and that just, that just sucks. Um like, like you, you bought the PlayStation VR, you have PlayStation VR games, but even if you picked up PlayStation VR 2, you won't be able to go back to play any of those. Yeah. Those games that you bought, and, and like, who wants to get out their first PlayStation VR with all the fucking cords and nonsense you have to go through? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, I just think this sucks, overall. It just totally sucks. Like, I, I, I can understand it, for sure. But I that doesn't take away the fact that it completely blows. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a bummer. Huge blow to like my want of a PSVR two. Uh, mm -hmm. I was hoping that I could just you know shove my PSVR my the first one into the darkest corner of my closet and forget about it forever. Um, <laughs> but that's not the case. Yeah. Uh, all right. I need to feel good. David Harbour is going to be in the Gran Turismo movie. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, I like this guy. 
I've yeah. really enjoyed watching him in pretty much anything I've seen him in, especially Stranger Things. He's just so good in it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Cool. Are you I'm gonna glad. Are you gonna go watch the Gran Turismo movie in theaters next year? Maybe. I mean, if the trailers are looking good, why not? Why not? Sometimes yeah. movies like that can be uh, pretty fun to see in a theater. Just the wild, like, <laughs> who would have thought they'd make a Gran Turismo movie? I know. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. You put in some Call of Duty stuff in here. Um, yeah. About Modern Warfare 2. They had, like, a live stream, um, I guess, where they revealed a lot of stuff about the multiplayer. So, a few things about Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer and then Warzone. Um, so, Modern Warfare 2's multiplayer is going to have... Um, a third-person mode. It's called a raid mode, basically. It's 3v3. Um, and it's... Uh, they're calling it a new tactical way to play multiplayer. Um, you know... So I'm really intrigued by that. There's always been talks of, like, what if Call of Duty did for third-person? And they they never have. Um, but I'm intrigued by this. <coughs> um... It sounds like it could be more intense, I guess. More Rainbow Six-like, maybe, um, this game mode. So, that's cool. Um, Spec Ops, which has always been a staple of the Modern Warfare franchise. Uh, that's a two-player co-op mode that's being completely revamped. They're calling it to have these large-scale hot zones. Um, so, we'll, we'll see with that. I did not play any of the Spec Ops in Modern Warfare. 2018, but I loved it in what two and three back in yeah. the day. That was awesome. Um, I feel like we hear this every fucking Call of Duty game, but Gunsmith, basically where that you can customize all your weapons for multiplayer, is getting completely improved to have unprecedented opportunities for customization. Which I literally feel like we hear that every game. I'm sure it'll be cool. I feel like there's a precedent. I feel like Gunsmith has existed. <laughs> it has. And it's pretty pretty uh, deep, for sure. You can do so much stuff with that. It's cool. Um, but, you know, w- what new stuff? I'm, I'm curious to see what what they'll have. Um, uh, let's see. Ricochet anti-cheat system uh, has been built on a new unified security platform. So hopefully that helps with any anti-cheat stuff. There's an open beta coming to PlayStation September 20... or September 16th. No, it's 22nd um, is when it starts on PlayStation. Uh, or no. No, 20 no. seconds when it starts on Xbox okay. and PC. Yeah. yeah never mind. I, I, um, I keep forgetting they still have that Call of Duty deal. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you'll be able to play some Team Deathmatch, all that stuff. They announced a few maps, but, you know, who, who really knows on that? Um, it's a new knockout mode uh, Ground War um, will also be in the beta which is 32v32 uh, which was fun in Modern Warfare but a little frustrating I felt like I was always just getting fucking sniped across the map but uh, yeah I don't know seems like they're making some interesting changes to the multiplayer I'm really curious to check out this raid mode that sounds fun yeah um, <sighs> Yeah, you have any thoughts on any of the multiplayer stuff? Look, it's going to be Call of Duty multiplayer to me, man. I don't... Yeah. Like, I, I'll i play it, and, uh, you know... It, it's, it's hard for me to get excited about new modes without ever having played them. So, I'm going to... I'm interested to see how they yeah. work. Same. Same. But I... I a lot of times Call of Duty has all these new modes and none of them are really that good, but this one, actually, this raid mode, actually sounds like it could be a totally di- interesting and different experience for Call of Duty. So, we'll see. Um, and then Warzone. Uh, Warzone 2.0 uh, launches November 16th, so a few weeks after Modern Warfare 2 comes out. Um, it's been completely rebuilt in the Modern Warfare 2 engine. So I believe all of the Call of Duty games moving forward are going to be running on the same engine so that stuff can be fed into Warzone more easily um, yeah. whenever they launch 
new games. Um, so it's an all-new map as, as well. Al-Mazra uh, in Western Asia is a fictional map. Uh, and then they are also adding PvE elements as well. Not sure what that will entail, but PvE elements sounds interesting in a battle royale. Um, so yeah, Gulag as well is also getting an update. Um, there usually it's one one v one, but now it will be up to two v two as well. So yeah, lots of stuff going on with Warzone. Um, I'm hoping that Warzone is a totally separate thing from Modern Warfare 2. Like, I want to have an icon on my screen for Modern Warfare 2 and one for Warzone. But I can, I guess, hop back and forth between the two somehow. Because that that was one thing that's kind of frustrating about Warzone. It was tied to Modern Warfare and or whatever version, I guess, you jump in on, so... You know, you had, at least for me, I had to put in a disc for Modern Warfare in order to play Warzone. That's frustrating. Yeah. So hopefully they they uh, decouple them. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I hope that, yeah, it, it would make sense. Like, if they're going to launch them separately, just have them in their own separate thing. Like, let's, let's just, just do the damn thing. Just look at any other... Um, Battle Royale. They aren't attached to video game like other video games like PUBG right. when like they launched their uh I can't wait, is is there a is that PUBG game no longer attached to PUBG anymore? Cluster Protocol? Yeah, Cluster that Protocol. is that is not a PUBG game anymore. It's its own Damn. thing. That's hmm. I kind of wish it still was. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's... There are a lot of advantages to being on a separate launcher and, like, being able to do your own thing with Warzone and not have to... not have to stay attached to any one particular game because uh, they made the same... They made the, that mistake twice in a row with uh, Blackout and uh, the first Warzone. Yes. So. Yep. Yeah. Bring yep. it on. Call of yep. Duty. Woo! I'm looking forward to playing some Call of Duty. Uh, I feel like it's been a while. So, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued by all this overall. All right. Uh, got a few announcements from the uh, Nintendo Direct that are relevant here. We got a release date for Final Fantasy VII Reunion, uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7. Um, that's December 13th. Uh, get to play as Zack. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm intrigued. Game looks cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a weird release date, though. I feel like, feel like we've seen more release dates in the first week of December, but that's, that's pretty deep in December. But also, yeah. 2023 stacked, so I get it. Um, we're getting a sequel to Octopath Traveler. Um, it's going to be called Octopath Traveler 2. Uh, and that's coming February 24th of next year. It's pretty soon. Yeah. So what's weird about this is this game is coming to PlayStation 4 and 5. What's weird about that is the first game is not on PlayStation. It is on Xbox in Switch, but Xbox is not getting the sequel. What the fuck? <laughs> that is so dumb. It makes absolutely no sense. Um, it, it, it makes no sense to me because Square Enix and Sony have a great relationship, so why is the first game not on PlayStation? Um, and then it also just doesn't make sense because Octopath Traveler launched on Xbox. It launched in the Game Pass. I'm sure it gained some sort of audience on there that will absolutely check out the sequel on that platform. Well, why not? I just feel like there's money to be made everywhere on all these platforms. And Square's just being square. They're being weird. Yeah. And then, I mean, I guess they don't have any Western 
studios to blame anymore. So <laughs> this this one's gonna have to be on them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and then lastly, I saw this headline. I don't. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, EA is partnering with Koei Tecmo and Omega Force to make a Monster Hunter-like game. That doesn't yeah. make sense to me. No. <laughs> but cool, I guess. I don't know. Oh, God. Yeah, it's it's weird. I just, I'm trying to recall they if... They don't make those kinds of games. Omega no. Force doesn't make that kind of game. No, what and then this... Doing? To see EA team up with a Japanese team is also interesting to me. I'm just trying to remember or think of, like, has that ever happened? I don't, I can't recall anything in particular. But, yeah, this is going to be under that EA original label that's done, like, Unravel and It Takes Two, stuff like that. Um, yeah, weird, weird. I'm, I, I'm... In, I'm not going to play this game because I'm just not into it, but I am intrigued overall about it. About EA's involvement, Omega Force making this. Omega Force makes all the Dynasty Warriors games. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> like, what what is happening? What is happening? And if you really want to do a Monster Hunter, if you haven't been paying attention, Monster Hunter is a live service game. Exactly. <laughs> is EA really... Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, I feel like it's really going to be difficult to pull people away from Monster Hunter over to this. God. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's weird, but I'm curious about the business aspects of it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck. I don't know how to pivot from that fucking <laughs> shit. Ah. Well, um, before we go... Uh, in the theme of corporations making batshit des decisions, I'd like to shout out all the good folks at at G4 and and Fanbyte who uh, you know got laid off for pretty much no fucking reason other than to make some spreadsheets look good. Um, that fucking yeah. sucks. I really yeah, like what they did. The Fanbyte thing was wild to me because um, they basically laid off that entire team at most. Yeah, they're just going to do guides. Like they kept a few guides people and Yeah. And a crypto douchebag. <laughs> yeah. And I feel bad for the people at G four, absolutely. But I also learned that G four's team was two hundred plus people. Which is to me insane with what they're doing. I was like, Wow. That is crazy. Um but it's still overall a bummer that you know, there's these executives that made all these decisions to, you know, staff up and, you know, X, Y, Z. And now they're, you know, they got all these people and now they're laying off a bunch of them. And it just sucks. People making bad decisions like that overall because it's just it affects people's lives. It's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. And like. I can't believe for a second that Fanbyte wasn't doing pretty okay because, like, they were. They did a lot of, like, serious good reporting, and, uh. Like. <laughs> I. I don't know, maybe they just weren't making enough money for these fucking corporations who want their infinite growth and shit. Mm -hmm. Um. Obviously, yeah. uh, Fanbyte was owned by Tencent, so what it take. Take what you will from that, um, but. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, a huge it's... bummer. I hope those people land on their feet. Um, I'm excited. Like there, there's some rumors uh, about uh, some of them getting together to do their their own thing. Um, but games media is a real fucking meat grinder. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Especially more of the, I guess, old school style. You could say website based. Yeah, it just seems very very difficult to to manage and make uh, make a lot of money off of it. It's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, but, well, we aren't beholden to any of that because we're just not getting paid here. 
well, that's going to do it for the show this week. We're going to go hit some golf balls at the driving range uh, and then hopefully not throw out our backs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, We'll catch you all next week. Until then, you know what to do. Give us ratings, review, share us with your friends. Hopefully the RSS feed stays stable. But if it doesn't, I will, I'll figure something out. You'll, you'll still get this show. Um, it just might, it might take a little bit of effort. Uh, but yeah, we'll catch you all next time. Until then, be good to each other. Play your video games and... Uh,